Open by accident. We got a special one this time. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. And we got a guest with us. We've got Brian here with us uh, from our GameStop days. And we're going to talk to Brian about his experience uh, being a manager and or just an employee at GameStop. Uh, So how are we doing, Brian? Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Doing great. Yeah, right on. Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Looking forward to this. I've never been on a podcast before, so I think this will be a lot of fun. Popping your podcast cherry. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if I like the sound of that, but all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Brian? Yeah, my name is Brian. Um, I have known Matt for, uh, it's been, I guess, about what? like I thought it was like, I don't know. Uh, it's been clo- it's it, been between 13 and 15 years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Somewhere so, in that neighborhood. Um, really cool to see like what he's doing here with the podcast and sharing his love of games and everything with you guys. So it's pretty cool. Um, otherwise, I, I did work at GameStop. I, I worked for... Um, see it was about 12 years i quit right at the middle of 2020 so seeing the the pandemic and how that changed everything was was crazy oh, yeah. and I, I i just knew then i was like yep it's time to go yeah i, I definitely fair. remember like my last visit to our i'm gonna call it our home store sure uh when you were the actual store manager and i remember the last purchase i made and you know that sort of thing with you behind the counter so yeah uh definitely miss you uh back there but totally understand why you had to move on oh yeah totally it's uh i i often people say like oh you know why you know why did you leave or like what changed man you know i always tell people like it was good until it wasn't you know like it it was fun it was it was awesome and then it wasn't and then it was just another job you know you you just had to move on so unfortunately that's how it goes sometimes so yeah, it so sucks when it's like your hobby and your big interest, you know, video games wise, it's right, like, man. Well, you know, working at GameStop is different than, uh, you know, everybody thinks it's their dream job because they're into video games. When really, in truth, this is like the same job as working at like um, a department store or any other, you know, a clo- a re- any kind of retail store. Because yep. the only difference is you're selling video games, but you know, they they. GameStop corporate definitely likes to suck the life out of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, we we thought we'd take advantage of the day. Uh, Brian is over because uh, AEW is having full gear pay per view tonight on a Saturday, and we are so pumped for this. Uh, Brian is the guy that I go to all the live shows with. He's my go to uh, when it comes to anything AEW. So uh, your roadie friend. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you have a, do you have a, a match tonight that you're most excited about? Uh, probably uh hangman versus swerve. Uh, right. There's a little bit of a grudge match rematch. Uh, I, and it's I a think Texas death match. They're going to paint the ring red. Yes. Uh, it's, a couple it's, times over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I think they're just absolutely going to just beat the tar out of each other. So, and I think that this is the best we've seen of swerve Strickland so far. I think more is to come. Yes. And I think that he is rejuvenating Hangman back to a status where, you know, we want to see Hangman. Right. Uh, you know, he's they, they've done so much back and forth. Uh, Swerve, if you know, if you haven't seen AEW, they kind of went a little old school. They had Swerve go into Hangman's house and like mess with his yeah. like kid. Yeah. And I, stuff I, I, and, I've, I've heard about it, but I missed that segment. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to catch you up on that then. Yeah. So. Maybe there'll that. be a preview of that when. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Season. I'm sure. Uh, but seeing that and like trying to like go at school, uh, Hangman cut a, a decent little promo on him the other night on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I loved uh, how it ended where 
Prince Nana is like, well, they said we couldn't, you know, intertwine between right. us, but they didn't say nothing I'm about Prince Nana, and he just you the tar out take of your him. weed and stuff. So, like, that, <laughs> yes, that's just really yes. that's just really awesome. So, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that to you, uh, Nick. Yeah, uh, Hangman was uh, basically telling Prince Nana that he was going to take all of his weed, and then okay. that, yeah. he, that he bought from like a school uh, a high kid, school, high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's good. Yeah. No, it was a it was a good segment. But so are both Hangman and yeah uh, his partner. Are they both portrayed as heels right now? Uh, so swerves swerves swerve. a heel. Swerve, swerves heel, and that's where he does best at. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like and he, of course, Prince Nana is a, a, yeah. a heel through right, and through. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is his manager. Yeah. Um But Hangman, I'd say, is more on the opposite, where he's playing the victim because you know he intruded on his house, Prince Nana and Swerve and. Uh, he's been pretty tight knit with the elite and they're definitely, you know, of the, you know, the good guy variety right yeah. now. And, you know, sort of like started all this. He's like, Hey, you know, like you got all these opportunities and you suck and you squander them. And like, if, yeah. if that was me, you know, I'd be champion and, you know, and, right. and look at you, you're nothing. You're just, you're getting fat, getting the paychecks. And the whole storyline is swerve wants Adam Page's spot. Yeah. Gotcha. He wants to be, you know, the elite where Adam Page is. Okay. And uh, they had a match at Wrestle Dream last month. Uh, we missed that one. Yes. Uh, but uh, we heard it was a great match. And so I, I, I'm with you. That's It's going to be a fantastic match. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm probably most intrigued about the MJF uh, match just because the storyline is just so intriguing with him because it's you got so many different angles going on revolving around MJF. And... I'm ready to see him in Switchblade just put on a clinic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's going to be probably the first time we've seen what Jay White can really do. Right. Uh, you know, he's had matches. Uh, he still has not been pinned uh, in a singles match. Correct. In AEW. So, so it's like, you know, my opinion, I, if I were to predict, I don't think we're going to get a clean finish tonight. Um, but I think we're going to see a hell of a match. Yeah, I, I, I do think MJF will retain, um, you know, maybe cheating, maybe, you know, I mean, it, he, something, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's a still yeah. scumbag, so, yeah. you know, he, he will probably, you know, have some capacity, you know, whether it's the ring that he keeps on him or, you know, a dirty pin or something, you know, might well, get it. Well, and then but. you also have now, they announced last night, or at least we've seen the handshake between Samoa Joe and MJF, where... Right. It's seeming like Samoa Joe is going to team with MJF to help him defend the Ring of Honor tag titles earlier in the evening. So, with that being said, what you were saying about the ring, well, we might have Samoa Joe in his corner or Samoa Joe doing a run-in right. when, when we see you know Bullet Club come down and, and get the better of MJF and, and Samoa Joe might neutralize it or we might see the devil. Right. And the devil is intriguing. You know, I, I think that um, going past events where they have MJF wrestle twice, he will probably be the first match tonight. Right. Uh, defending the Ring of Honor tag team titles with Samoa Joe. Um, I would say that if Joe betrays Max and just lays him out mm -hmm. instead of actually being his partner, I would say we have a pretty good indication of who the devil is and his cronies. Uh, okay. That kind of leaves into, you know, Adam Cole making his surprise return in some capacity okay. with his kingdom buddies and goons. Okay. So, so I don't partake much in AEW. Who's the devil? 
we don't, don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So MJF, we might find out tonight. So it's like a masked wrestler that you've Correct. seen wrestle, but you don't well, know. Not, who no, 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 no. They're not wrestling. They're okay. basically doing run-ins. Set, settle in for the wrestling lore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the devil is anybody that gets close to MJF is taking them out. Really? So, okay. Yeah. So originally, MJF was like, "Oh, I'm the devil. I've yeah. got a devil mask. I, 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 that's my like persona." Right. Uh, he has come to the ring, you know, as, as in the devil, devil right. mask. A devil. You, I think you've he's, seen that. He's worn it in the past. Um, I feel like I would remember that. But, he, uh, <laughs> but uh, he's like, "Hey, I don't really need this anymore. Like, that's like kind of past me." Well, somebody stole the mask. He's well. Somebody claim he claims that it was stolen. Gotcha. It, Realistically, it can't be him because they've it, it just wouldn't work out. Right. Um. So we we don't know. It's been teased for like what like three or four months now. Oh, it's been going months. on a while. There's a lot of speculation who it is. You know, there's speculation that Adam Cole is not really injured and it's him under the mask. There's speculation that it's his in in uh, real life girlfriend Britt Baker and yeah. she's you know under the mask and you know dictating everybody to you know be her crony and take him out. Yeah. Roderick Strong's been uh mm-hmm. you know. A potential and then of course there's brian's theory which i would absolutely love but i just i don't think it's realistic okay. oh yeah if uh if cm punk is the devil i mean i'll just <laughs> you're gonna like, lose it you're gonna absolutely i lose will it. just we're, we're hitting the bars tonight if it's CM Punk's. <laughs> i don't know if that's allowed <laughs> so but um yeah regardless it's gonna be an awesome pay-per-view so. yes yeah good show yep. um one last question AEW related so I guess you informed me that Ronda Rousey made her Ring of Honor debut last night. Yeah, uh, we don't suspect that's the signing, the mystery signing. Who do you think it is? Um, I would say it's not Ronda. I don't think that would warrant the mystery signing. Right. Like that you just if you gave it away the night before. Uh, a lot of places have said it's Will Osprey. I again, I, I it, he's it, he's been in AEW multiple times now, but his contract's kind of up in the air where he's going to go. New right, Japan, right. he's going to WWE, is he going to so, AEW? I, I I do think he will sign, but I I still don't know if that's the signing. I I really am not sure. Mercedes Monet, right? That's a of, possibility. Um, you know, he did say it was somebody well respected, so it's definitely not Hulk Hogan. You know, no. I mean, he can't. That that dude, that dude is, has lost his marbles. There, there is, yeah. I, I don't know that there's there. any respect left for Hulk Hogan. What are we going to so. do? Have another Ric Flair Hulk Hogan, you dude, know, match? You know, no, we don't need that. No, no. Who can? Who keels over first? <laughs> uh, my speculation is it's somebody that got recently released from WWE and it's finally hit that number of days where they can sign. So it's like Maybe. a Dolph Ziggler or yeah. somebody of that nature. Well, and Dolph makes sense. His brother is an AEW. Right. Right. Um, you know, I mean, he's the, the jobber of the jobbers as it is, but yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's possible. It's possible. Who's, who's Ziggler's brother? Uh, Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I've yeah. Seen him yeah, yeah. You don't know who it is. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. So. Um, and then the other thing I was going to mention, I, I said I was going to be the last thing AEW, but uh, we were talking bonus about, uh, yeah, bonus. <laughs> bonus round. We were talking about Roddick Strong, you know, next strong. Mm-hmm. I know you didn't watch last night's collision. Right. Or maybe it was on Rampage. I can't remember. It, it sure. all kind of blended night, together. Right. Last night's wrestling. 
it's it's kind of interesting how you know he's got this neck strong gimmick and there's mm-hmm. really nothing wrong with him anybody's wearing a neck brace and Dude, w- he, in a wheelchair he's gotta, wear, gotta wear the ne- ne- neck brace though you know there was a bad bump in the ring and he took a nasty spill <clears throat> on his head oh. on his neck and it was just like they had was it, was it his own fault uh i don't i can't it was hard to tell oh but he went like flat on his neck and they had people come in and they're like the crowd's cheering because he got back up and it's like, <laughs> holy cow. I was like, is this a work or did this really happen? You know, but when you watch the replay, it's like, holy uh, crap, that looked painful. <laughs> He's dead. But, yeah. Uh, who, who is he wrestling? Action Andretti. Oh, well, there you go. That's, that's why that happened. Yeah. So yeah, no, nothing against action Andretti, action Andretti. If you're listening to this, I'm, I'm sure you didn't mean to, but I think this yeah. is the first time I've watched a Roderick strong match. He's good in the ring. Yeah, no, he is. He's like, good in the ring. Did, did you ever go back and watch the uh, the the arena match with him and Jericho from like no. six months ago? No. Dude, they were fighting all up and down the arena, man. I, I think Jericho got a face full of ice cream from the ice cream machine. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, no, it was great. They were fighting like, so it was, on the So it was the a stairwell. gimmick match, kind of like the uh, yeah. uh, like a dragon match this past Wednesday where yeah. Big Show died. Yeah, no, he like <laughs> yeah. is actually dead. <laughs> Dude, uh, he, got slammed show, on a, he got slammed you know, on a hood I, by Powerhouse it, Hobbs, and he looked dead afterward. It's it's sad, <laughs> you know. Like I think wrestlers want, like, well, I'll get one more push, one more, like, one big more match. little run, you know, and one you more know, big match. It's it's kind of like you have your situations like Triple H, where it's like there is no last match. It's like you got to stop, you got to stop now, or you might have like serious problems. Right. So like he had to just be like, here's my boots in the ring. I don't get a last match. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I got to do what's right for my family. And, you know, I he's struggling just to move around. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I watched one little clip of him coming down the ramp and I was like, oh, man, it, it yeah. looks painful for him to walk yes. down right. the ramp. So I'd rather just I'd rather just see him on commentary. Then, yeah, quit while you're ahead. Yeah, it's commentary just like, or just just do the standard big man. You know, do your your yeah, boot, do your big punch, your big punch, big boot, uh, choke slam, Bob's your uncle. Yep, yep that's and then it. Walk away. Yep, <laughs> one, two, three, bam. <laughs> so, well, like I said, that's what brought us together today. Is we are all psyched up about AEW. Well. Brian and I are. I don't know about Nick. He's, hey, I enjoy it. He's ditching it. us because he's got a little date. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. where are you guys going? Uh, <laughs> probably nowhere. Probably just nowhere. Just yeah. to hang out. Uh, I guess that's better session. than like I guess. Applebee's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might get hungry. You don't know. Well, it's walking distance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Right on. Uh, so, our plan today is to take a deep dive and. Uh, do an interview with Brian here because he experienced some stuff as a Game and st- Stop employee that Nick and I never really experienced because we were like the part-time of the part-time of the part-time people. Yep. I literally was hired on by our manager. We all worked under the same manager, but I was hired on literally to fill a void, be that body that was employed so he didn't have to actually hire somebody and schedule them hours. I quite literally worked maybe once or twice a month. Yep. I enjoyed it my entire tenure working at GameStop. I was technically on the payroll between 2007 and 2013. Uh, I was literally there for a discount. I worked yep. there for a discount, and I took advantage of it. Uh, <laughs> I I absolutely adored and loved working with our manager. Uh but he was a quirky dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, my, my tenure was literally um, a couple of shifts during one week of ho- part-time holiday hours. So, See that? I was you know, hired in, in the bodies. fall. Like, I was picked out of my my 
primary employment because I happened to work at a bank where GameStop did their banking. Yep. And he stopped by and we got to talking because I was helping him out with something. He found out that I was a gamer by noticing that I'd come into the GameStop that had just opened up down the road that he was managing. And he decided to offer me a job. And I'm like, no, man, I'm not really interested. And and he goes, oh, it's just temporary, you know, for the holidays. He goes, you won't work a lot of hours. You'll get a discount. I'm like, a discount? I'm like, oh. And that kind of just changed my whole demeanor. So, yep, yep. Uh, And I think, uh, you know, he kind of recruited you yep, on I mean, the basis of... Re- it was the same kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know, I, I picked it up. I needed a little extra cash and the discount. W- I was like, okay, that sounds nice. Fallout 4 is about to come out. So, sure, why not? Yeah. So, you know, I think that's... I literally worked a week, used my discount on Fallout 4, and that was, that was about it. That was it. about it. That was about <laughs> so, it. Um, so, Brian, how, how, how did about you... you? Uh, become a GameStop employee. So, uh, back in my hometown, uh, it, the store opened. Uh, it was getting ready to open for the first time. Uh, just took a wild shot in the dark. And I, I remember my hiring boss was like, I literally picked your application up because I sent it in a manila envelope. Interesting. <laughs> just the envelope and was what so, sold yes. it. So, yes. I can attest to this because anybody that applied, at least in the era when I worked there... Getting hired on was literally a shot in the dark because so many people would turn in applications. And I remember seeing a drawer in the back and it's just like stuffed full of applicants. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it and it's and it's like well, it was it, a, it, it's like you had to know somebody and get a recommendation by either an existing employee or be recruited like I was right. or in, like Nick was because I remember that I remember mm-hmm. you know everybody wanted a job there because all the you know young kids their first job was retail and right. they wanted the retail to be video games because that's sure, about the best that's you can they, get yeah you know, when exactly. it comes to retail <laughs> so obviously Manila envelope you stood out yeah. Because yeah, you just didn't turn in the we, application. Because we actually had to mail it in. So, like I said, our, our store wasn't open yet. So, we had to mail it in to um, a different store. And the guy was, I guess, just going through and would grab the applications. You know, and I, I just was a little high school. I was like, well, well, please, you know, consider me for the job. And, I, you know, I, I put it in the monovel envelope because I want to make sure it got there okay and stuff. And he's like, yeah, sure. Okay. So, so how old were you, if you don't mind me asking, uh, when I you was, got hired on? I was 17. You are 17. So 17. Okay. So was, you're still in high school. Yes. Working at GameStop. Yes. So I, you were probably like the envy of your friends at school. Oh, because- definitely. <laughs> um, well, and it was it was technically my first real job. Uh, previously, I had a, a long tenure at McDonald's of three days. Okay. okay. <laughs> it was... It was I, you have told me the McDonald's story, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to do you want to take a little um, dive into the yeah, McDonald's? Yeah. So, okay. um, first of all, shout out any fast food workers. You guys are the champs. Um, yes. Because I did it for three days and it was a hell, which I'll never hope that I have to re-experience. I mean, I lasted five <laughs> days at Hardee's. Yeah. And the guy flicking pennies at me for forgetting his fries was like the deal breaker. Like no more. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do this. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> so, so I started at. McDonald's. I applied with a friend of mine and, and I grew up in a small town where there there were opportunities, but again, small town, early two thousands, mid two thousands America, like it it was hard to find somewhere that would take a kid, you know, right. there's a lot of adults still working, you know, at like fast food joints and Walmart. Because and there's stuff. more limited opportunities because in a not, smaller there's town. There's not a lot of place, you know, right. unless you right. went to like a bigger city or um, you know, again, like knowing somebody. So, uh, applied at McDonald's friend and I got hired. We had to watch this awful videotape 
that was just like the cringiest, like, you know, working at McDonald's is the best thing you could do for yourself <laughs> and, and <laughs> things like that. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, my first day, like I get, you know, my friend and I show up, we're in like our, you know, full duds and they're like, all right, you know, Hey you, what do you want to do? And he pointed at my friend and he's like, Oh man, I'll, I'll work like fries. They're like, all right, you go over here. And then so you got to pick your own job. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like, I, I think eventually I would have learned like basically everything. It was just like, Hey, what do you want to start with? Yeah. Um, so then they, you know, come to me and they're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, man, I, I, I don't know, like grill, I guess. And they're like, well, have you ever, you know, cooked anything before? And I was like, no. And they're like, all right, come with me. So I, I get back there and they've got like this little pamphlet things, like six pages. They're like, Hey, you know, like read this. I'm like, okay. all right. So you know, teach like, you how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, there wasn't much to read. There's mostly just a picture, a picture book. So yeah, it's kind of like, this is what it looks like when it's done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take exactly. it off the grill. <laughs> you know, in, internal temperature. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know? So brown I, on both sides. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I get to the grill and I'm like looking at it and they're like, did you read the thing? And I was like, yep. They're like, all right, get to work. <laughs> Bus just came in. And I was proceeded to just have an awful time, you know, and, and, you know, their, their grill was, you know, you put, you put the meat down, you know, I, I don't think I'm revealing any secrets, you know, you can go on TikTok <laughs> and watch people do it. So you put the meat down, you hit this thing and it's like a big, like press comes down okay. and like cooks the meat. And when it's done, it just pops up, you know, you don't have to keep track of it. You know, it's okay. just like when it pops up, it's done. Hallelujah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> So just doing that, like for, you know, five hours after school, like I'm already tired, been school all day doing this, man. Like I just, I, I, I remember my girlfriend came in and, and she looked at me and I, and I just, I know I gave her that look of just like, I'm about to like put my head on this grill and just hit the button and just, <laughs> just, like, and just <laughs> send me to Flavortown, Ding, man. I'm you know, I'm, I'm so done. So I, I remember uh, telling the boss, I like handed him my hat. I was like, I don't think I'm fry cook material. Okay. And cause I was just like, I, I remember going home and like smelling like fries and yeah. it doesn't come off after a shower. And like, you're sitting in class, people are like, Ooh, I smell French fries, you know? And, like, <laughs> yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's my new clone. <laughs> but, um, and they're like, well, that's cool. But if you quit and you don't put in your notice, they won't rehire you. And you're like, that's okay. And I think I, I, I think I looked them dead in the eye and said, I will live in a box before I do this again. <laughs> so, hey, it was, it was, it was, it was awful. So again, you know, shout out to anybody that works fast food. You guys are yeah. the real homies. Um, I, I did fast food for about a year prior to the Hardee's ordeal. Uh, I worked for Kentucky Fried Chicken or KFC, and I was not allowed in the house. After I got off from a shift, I had to like undress in the garage <laughs> before I could come in because I just smelt disgusting. So yeah, I totally get that. But oh, yeah. I didn't realize that you uh, <clears throat> were hired on with a friend at the same time because I have a kind of a similar, I had similar experience with KFC, which mm -hmm. is where I brought it up. I was actually hired the same day as my high school girlfriend's brother. Oh. We went in together, interviewed together, and we both got hired on and they put me as a fry cook. 
and then put him on the front counter. Now, what's interesting is I'm more of a personal type guy, which is kind of interesting that they threw me in the back because he was the furthest thing from it. Like he was like your stereotypical, you know, I want to be a gangster type guy. And they're putting him on the front counter to right. interact with the customers. Teaching and then putting skills. the guy that's really nice and personable in the back, you know, you know, like go bread the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't have your good people up front because then people will expect that every time they come in. Right. So, you know, right. and that's just... Right. Set that's, the bar low. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of reminds me of my first job, which was not in fast food, but it was a restaurant setting. It was at uh, Cheddar's Casual Kitchen or whatever they call it. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Um, I forget you me and there. my best friend applied at the same time, and we actually did our little preliminary interview process at the same time, and he aced the interview, knew every question, got an... And they didn't hire him because he 100 percented his little application. Oh. I got like an 87, percent and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So they hired me and not him because he, he was too good for the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh, this guy's not going to last because he's going to be like realizing, yeah, he's, he's too this. good for this place, right. you know, yeah. if you will. So, yeah. uh, so transitioning back to GameStop with yeah. Brian. So, like, what time of the year did you start? When did the store open? Do you was it like holiday time or was no? So I. I was so excited. I remember everything. So the store opened in May of 2008. Okay. Uh, it, I started the week after Grand Theft Auto 4 came out. Oh, and, wow. And Mario Kart on the Wii. Oh, okay. man. That was, and, that was a big week. Yeah. No, it was huge. And I remember I did my, I did like one day of training at a bigger store. It was in a mall setting. Okay. Um. Uh, so we would that be our local one? Yes. Here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before the before it got remodeled, so the old. Oh man, I yeah. remember that layout. Yes. Yeah. There's a yes. little hole in the wall. It used to yep. be an old EB. Yep. Yeah. yeah so it had like all the the, the white walls with mm-hmm. the, the slat, yep. the white slat walls. Rest, rest in peace, Electronics Boutique. Yeah. Yep. Um, Bought my Dreamcast there. I discovered Halo <laughs> <Did you>? there. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I had good memories too. I remember going to that place. It was always yeah. It's always super nice. So you when did I got to go day of training there. Yep. Is did so okay? You wouldn't have met our store manager there yet because I believe yeah, because our uh the other store in town was already open by then because it had opened the year yes. prior. Yeah, yeah. Right. Get my timeline right, yep. right. But <clears throat> yeah, so I I like it was I, I was definitely like you said you know envy of my friends like there was yeah like all my friends were like. Because I, I wasn't like the popular kid in high school, you know. I, I did I had I had a lot of friends, but I wasn't like in the popular clique. So of course, all these people applied, right? And they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it," and like it's gonna be so awesome. Yeah, and because then I'm not of, used to, used to getting denied something because right. I'm the popular kid. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, <laughs> Mr. Wait. Manila." Yeah. yeah, and then and then they come in, they're like, "Man, we didn't get hired," and they come in, and I'm working there, and they're like, "What? How? How? <laughs> how did how? you? How did you get hired on?" Yeah, I'm like, "Well." Secrets. Kiss my ass. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, you know, being in high school, like that was like the dream thing, you know, like taking home like the used games and like playing everything. Cause like I grew up like not. So you were, even as a 17 year old, you were still allowed to check out a game. Yeah. Yeah. The used ones. Yeah. Yeah, And which was awesome. Cause I, I grew up in not a very well off household. So like getting a new game for me at the time was like a really big deal. And suddenly I've got keys to, any game you want. A thousand games. Yeah, yeah hundreds, you know, not thousands like, of games. You know, just like, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you can take it home. It's like, yeah, dude, I want to play this awful PS2 game I've never heard of before. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, Rygar on PS2. <laughs> not a great game, but it was fun for a weekend. 
Okay, so by the time that your your first holiday season rolls around, you're settled in the job, you're ready to go mm-hmm. for the the rush, if you will. Uh, do you have any memories of that first holiday season, or even that first year that of a like a customer that really stands out, or an, or an interaction, or a customer? No, like I've the only thing that I remember really from the beginning. So the first midnight I remember that we went that I went to uh, was for our younger audience. Yeah. A midnight is a midnight release. Yeah. So back in the day, you used to have to stand in line and wait for your game to come out at midnight, and there was not just download it or pre-download it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And it was, and, and like, excuse me, uh, you actually, in most cases, actually had to wait till midnight. You know, eventually they started doing like, oh, it's midnight on the East Coast. So, so we're going to go ahead know, and let it go. You can, guys, Midwest can have it at 11 or, yeah. you know, West Coast gets it at nine. No, you had to wait till 1201 your time. Yep. And it was not always like it was fun, but it was not fun at the same time. Because right. like you know, you by the you're time working you get until your like game, two in the morning. Yeah, you know, by the time you get your game, you get it home. If it needs an update, like yep. you may be playing at about twelve thirty or one. Right. So I remember the first one that I went to was uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, the first one. Okay. Now you went to it or you worked it? So I went to it because, I mean, I was still in high school. So they're like, hell no. You're not working midnight. You can't work that. Okay. But you still showed up. I don't think I could (laughs) even work it. But I still showed up because I wanted to play the game. And I remember I got it. uh, And it was actually a really fun game. I had it on the Wii. Really? You got it for the, you went to a midnight to get it on the Wii. On the Wii because I didn't have a 360 yet. Oh, wow. kidding. Yeah. So I had it on the Wii. It was fun. You could like force push it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember when that game came out because of like I was like, oh, you could literally be a Jedi. Like, right? what the hell? Could <clears throat> spin my Wii remote over my head like a lightsaber. Yeah, okay, just like in the movie. So <laughs> at this point, you're just what you'd call an associate, or yeah, a, uh, uh, what's the exact term? Uh, it's uh, called game advisor. Game yeah. advisor. Oh. So you're a game advisor. Uh, is there any like anything you want to add to it before we move on? to the the next role you had uh as a game advisor anything you want to no it was it was fun it was it's it's with any job you know it's it starting off as low man on the totem pole is fun right because i never got beyond that i was always low man on the totem pole i was like below the last guy oh if anything happens it's not your problem right you know you're 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 there maybe working you know 12 hours a week man what do you care you know oh that display is messed up up you know they tell me to go do it cool you know being a peon is fun yeah, like I was in, I mean, I, I, I kid you not, I felt like our manager called me in to work a shift because he knew if he asked me, I'd do it. Uh, I think he had me work just to clean the bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Like when they get so disgusting, because they got disgusting in our store. I don't yeah. know how or why or what, but it was bad sometimes. And I'm just like, and he he's like, hey, can you work this Sunday? Like, yeah, sure. And I'd be there and he goes, oh, by the way, can you clean the bathrooms? <laughs> bring, bring your maid gloves. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so at what point did you move into the assistant manager position? So that was in April. I used to know the date. April, I want to say 15th, uh, whenever uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist, or no, okay. no Splinter Cell Conviction, Conviction had just come out. Okay. And the week after Ultra, uh, Super Street Fighter 4 came out. So was that, that's like, how I remember dates now. It's like, oh, wait, wait, what, it, like, when this game date? came out. Oh, well, this ga- date came out or this game came out. So it must have been this around right, this date. Right. Uh, of, uh, so that was 2010. 2010. 2010. So 2010. you'd put in two good years. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, almost right two years, years. Uh -huh. before you got your first promotion. Yep. Now, did your promotion come because somebody had left the store, or yes, somebody uh, had so been promoted somebody, higher up? The, the previous assistant had moved on to another store to take that over elsewhere as a store manager. As a store manager. Okay. Um, and it, I don't know necessarily that it was I was the best choice as much as it was. Uh, you know, like they show like the cartoon, I think it was, was it Ren and Stimpy where they're like in the army and like everybody takes a step back and then Ren and Stimpy, you're the only one standing forward. Okay. What was it? So the, you just didn't step everybody back. Else right, no. yeah, everybody else stepped back and I was still, I was still there like, too yeah. dumb to step back. And <laughs> yeah, so they're like, like, Hey I'll you, do I'll do it. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> Hey you, <sighs> you want to make some real money? <laughs> yeah. I like how they, 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 uh, think that you know, this is a prestigious job and, yeah. you know, like, oh man, you're going to, you're going to make so much money as a manager. To, to be honest, like, I think I was making like 1150 an hour when I started. That was a lot to me then. That well, was like, I mean, in, in 2010, that actually yeah, wasn't too bad. Yeah. yeah good. That was it like, really wasn't, I was like, man, they're going to pay me like $12 an hour to do the, oh man. And I was so excited. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you were an assistant at the store you started with, correct? No. No. So no. you took... When so, I when I transferred stores, I became the assistant, and that was my... You transferred because of the promotion? Yes. Right. Okay, yes. I gotcha. Gotcha. So, and that would be the store in town... Yes. ...that we worked at together, which mm -hmm. is where we met. Yes. So maybe, I guess, we met in 2010. Yes. So it'd be so 13, 13 years, years ago. Years. So you left your hometown to come here for yes. the assistant manager position. Yep. Gotcha. Little, little country boy. Right. Fair coming enough. out of the woodwork. Into the big wigs. Yeah. The big wigs. The big town. <laughs> yeah. So at that, I guess at that point, our assistant got his own store, and then uh, that would be the mall store. Okay. Yes. Yes. And then at that point, well, no. 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 I got he, it wrong. He went, I, think, I believe he went out of town. Yeah, I'm thinking of the other guy that went to the Broadway store. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. So it's it's kind of interesting because there was a time, a very long time, where um, I walk. I mean, all three of the local GameStop stores were run by people that originated out of the store we worked at, and and they were like, it it was a really good group. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they we. I mean, it was more than just coworkers. Right. You know, we we talked to each other like outside yes. of work. You know, yes. We went and did things together and that sort of thing. It, which was really cool. You know, it's like I've been to several weddings of like people, and you know, I, I at one point, you know, I would know every single person yes. at every single store. You know, that like around here, that wasn't uncommon. Which, yeah. You know, I found out much later, is not the case for most places. Okay. So yeah. I mean, it it. Even if it doesn't start out that way, GameStop does bring out the worst in some people as employees because they just yeah. get, you know, beat down. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. It is like like I said, you know, it's fun until it isn't, and when it isn't, man, it's soul sucking. Right. It's like right. I, I actually I walked past my one of my old stores just the other day. I was going into one of the adjacent stores, okay. and I I saw somebody that that actually did work for me that is still there. Probably one of like the one or two people that worked under me that's still that's with the still, company. Yeah. And I remember I, I looked through the, the gate and I could see them just like staring at the retro. I was like, Oh, I know that look. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's the look. It's like, man, if I got to come in here one more time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know, what's interesting is, is it's especially the two standalone stores that not, are not in a mall. It is very commonplace to go there, 
you know, during business hours and it not be open. Well, and there, there's, there is no business hours. It almost seems like, yeah. you know, they might be open. They might not I, be. I and just it, remember when I worked there, it's like, if that store didn't get open oh, on time, yeah. it was like hell to pay. Oh yeah. You know, we opened at, I think we opened at like 10 AM and like, man, if, if like you were there like nine forty, you know, if you overslept in the nine forty, that was a big deal, man. You guys, you yeah, got, it was like a write up, but you're, yeah, you got butt your chewing. butt chewing, you know, right. for days. Yeah. Now it's just like, it's like oh, a, uh, I, I got to close because there's nobody else working. So I'm going to go on my break and shut the store yeah. down. No, your break was that there was nobody in yeah. the store. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that, that was your break, you know, and, and like it, it, it's seeing it now. It's, it's honestly just like a former shell of what it was. You know, most people buying online now. Right. And, Consoles you know, and they're, and they're, they're trying so many new things to get customers coming back in the door beyond the games, you know, whether it's the swag, the clothing, you know, you know, all the little trinkets and, you know, the card games, board games, you know, half the store is knickknacks and not even games now. Yeah. And and it's kind of interesting. And it seems like the inventory kind of shifts around from store to store. If you visit all three of the stores in town that are open, like some days you'll go into the one that Brian and I worked at together and, their inventory is like amazing, but you'll come back like two months later and it's terrible. But the one in the mall is amazing, you know, and it's almost like, are they just like shifting inventory around? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know, they were, they were always really bad. Like, Oh, like we got a box of, I, oh, I remember fidget spinners. Oh, no. The the fidget spinner craze, you know, and so that was GameStop was probably late to the party. Well, yeah. They're late to every party. <laughs> Fashionably so, you late, know, right? like, fidget spinners were what, 2012? Something of that nature. 12, 13? Yeah, 13, I think. 13, 14, 14 somewhere, somewhere around somewhere, there. Yeah. Okay. So we got fidget spinners at, like, early, like, 2015. <laughs> 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 Just, like, a ton of... I Actually, I, I joke, but, like, it, it was probably before that. But, like, I mean, you know, these, like, horrible, like bottom tier fidget spinners. Yeah, and, they, and they're, they, like... They have some oh, kind of theming on them, why, you know? Why aren't these selling? It's yeah. like because because the fads over it lasted like six months. Got one, dude. Yeah, everybody that wanted one got one. Don't yeah. need another one. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're late to the party, right? So, um, I I remember a fun story about me and Brian working a shift together. It wasn't. I mean, it's not. I mean, it was interesting, uh, but basically, a lady came in and she had like a big stack of Super Nintendo games. You know what? I think that was the first time we ever met. Was that the first time we met? <laughs> I th- or at least our first shift that we worked so. together. Oh, wow. I That's think hilarious. Because so. I, I know exactly what day you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, she comes in, and this is at a time when GameStop is not taking retro games. Yep. It was like, like I, were we, we might have even been clearing out, like, Xbox and, like, GameCube. I think if we're all we even already, had them at that yeah, point. Yeah, I think we still had PS2, but, like. That was because it was, like, the leftovers because it was such a big. Yeah. Big, uh, it was a big section of, you know, our store for the longest time. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you know, she sets them on the counter. He goes, do you guys take these, you know? And, you know, Brian's actually the one talking to the customer. He's like, well, unfortunately we don't, uh, you know, we, you know, we even, I think even suggested like another local store or two that were yeah. open at the time. Yeah. We're like, oh, hey, you know, take them like here downtown. And, and they, then they, I think there them. was the other place that's over by the Walmart. Was it called Game City? Game City, yep. Game City was even oh, open at the time, I and I think I think we even yeah. recommended there. And she's like, I don't want to go downtown, and and she's just like, Do you guys just want to take them? 
Yeah, she's like, oh, well, if you don't take him, I'm just going to throw him away or something. Like something to that effect. Like I, I right. need him out of my house. Right. And there was good stuff in there. There, and, really? and the thing was, is there was like, so we decided that, or I mean, I don't know how, how I convinced him because it was Brian's transaction. He's the assistant manager. He could have just shut me down and said, no, dude, I'm taking these home. But no, he was like, no, we'll split them up. And there was like multiple copies of like Battletoads and Battle maniacs or something on yeah. super nintendo there was like two copies of it yeah so obviously we each got one of those there was like good stuff yeah, like donkey Kong countries got the for free yeah. Yeah. yes she just yeah. gave it, it to was us. like a, it was like a shoebox because you literally couldn't take of, it yeah for money from the store it, it, right that happened like way more times than i can count they're like ah oh, you know just take just, it. just take it you know That's i remember crazy. well i remember one that i i think i ended up trading to you somebody brought in just like a box they're like yeah this is like are you talking about the TMNT Tournament yeah. Fighters for Super Nintendo? Or no, no, not N- Super Nintendo, Nintendo, original Nintendo, the rare one. Yeah, because I had a cart cart for it, and, and I made it complete in the box. In box. They brought in the. I mean, it was it wasn't just the box; it was the styrofoam, it was the booklet, Manual. it was the paperwork, it was the sleeve, it was everything, and it was like super mint. And I guess it was actually in better shape before it got to me because Brian dropped it. Uh, I was hoping you were going to mention that part. <laughs> make me look hey, like a, hey. a ding dong. <laughs> At least you yeah, hooked no, you know? Well, and I didn't just drop I dropped it outside on concrete. Oh, yeah. hell. Yeah, I was getting I mean, it out of my it, car. It was, it was like a fantastic-looking box. Yeah, well, it, it was. It was. I put, I, 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 <laughs> Brian remembers. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, how could I forget? Isn't that crazy that it just got left at the store? That's crazy. Yeah, they're like, oh, you know. like At we, the time, it was probably like a $300 box, but now it's probably like an $800 box, yeah. you know? Yeah, and like, they were just, oh, you know, just throw it away. And I'm like, well, this was just the box. They're like, yep, just literally like, Put, I'm going to drive by in the store and put this in your dumpster. Yeah. I'm like, well, I, I can it. do that. I, can I do guess, that for you. you know, yeah. so. Or I can just talk to a guy and get something out of it. Right. <laughs> so, Jeez. uh, yeah, I mean, it, it I, he's I, one of the other things that was crazy is the stuff that we would throw away. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. Um, I have what I have three. Technic, I mean, I, I've, but I've got, I've gotten three from GameStop, but I, I've technically got four kiosks because one I gave to my friend because he's a big Nintendo fan. It was a Wii kiosk, and like literally, like I'm working with my manager, and we're gonna dispose of the Wii kiosk, and he's like, he goes, I go, well, can I just have it? Why do we have to put it in the dumpster? He goes, you can put it in the dumpster area, and then what happens after it? I don't care, but it has to go in the dumpster area, and I'm like. Like, come on, <laughs> come on, store manager, quit being, you know, it's like, I'm saving this. This is a, a piece of video gaming history. Right. Yeah. He's so, being by the book, you know, um, Brian has helped me save a PS3 kiosk from yep. the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I another was one when you picked up the Xbox one kiosk. Right. And that was from our mall store mm-hmm. and the store manager who I worked with at our store. He originated from our store. He, I was his first call. He goes, Hey. We're getting rid of the Xbox kiosk. And and I'm like, okay, cool. And I go, and he goes, can you come get it today? Yes, I will come get it today. And he goes, the only thing is, is I'm keeping the TV. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, come on, man. And he's like, no. He goes, well, he goes, I kind of needed a TV for the, you know, he's got a, had a, bu- he's got a bunch of kids. Yeah. It's like, like, okay. And so what I did was I had a TV of similar size. And I said, how about I give you this TV? And then we keep the one. And then we keep the-, the one that's original to the kiosk with the kiosk. And, and he, he said, deal. He said, deal. Cool. Wait, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was Some able managers to managers are different than others, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then the, the, I do have an original Xbox kiosk as well that I bought off Craigslist that 
did get saved from a GameStop, but the guy really didn't know the origins of it because he had gotten it like secondhand from secondhand. Right. Do you have the 360? I don't have a 360 kiosk. I wonder what happened. To I don't know. I, I asked about it and I was not allowed to have it. I mean, that was probably when our, our store manager was on one of his rampages where it was just like, or maybe, you know, I'm sure corporate was cut, breaking down on him like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this. And it was and, it was in the bathroom for a long time. Was it? And maybe he was saving it for me and he was holding it over my head or something because he knew I wanted it. Yeah, I, I guess I, I don't remember. I, th- I think it was maybe just one of those things that came in one day and it was gone and I just didn't... Didn't pay attention yeah, beyond that. Yeah, I was like, oh, where'd this go? Hoped it went to a good home yeah. and yeah. moved on. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I still have like a plethora of like posters and signage that was just going to go in the dumpster. Um, I've got my I've got Ninja Gaiden 2 from Xbox 360. I got the whole standee still. That's awesome. I I saved a lot of that stuff. My the first thing that I remember taking home, I I still need to get it. It's it's in, in storage at my mom's house. The uh posters for Metal Gear Solid 4. Okay. Had a uh, Solid Snake, Revolver Ocelot, and cool. I I saw those and I was like, what are we going to do with those when we're done right. with them? Yeah. Right. They're like, "Oh, we're just going to throw them out." Well, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, throw them out to my house. As there were so many customers and so many regular customers that would love to have the stuff that all we'd have to do is just like make a raffle and give the stuff away and then, you know, build a rapport with our customers so that GameStop wouldn't necessarily have the bad name it has, you know, right. But instead they just like, no, it needs to go in the trash. And I understand that, you know, they want to fight people, you know, returning stuff that they throw away. And so they like destroy and everything like that. But it's like, yeah, there's ways to go about getting rid of your stuff. If it's still working product, you know, they don't want to take the effort. So what you would probably know this more because you spent more time in store and you were in the management role. What, what product did they throw away? Like, would it get to a point where it's just like, okay, you know, we've got too many copies of this game. We're just going to, you know, you know, uh, write so, them off and destroy them. And then yeah, throw them in the I, 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 ultimately, I guess they would write it off as like a business loss. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a, a lot of old sports games that okay. just nobody, you know, nobody wants just, and it's just literally, you know, if you look at a, a thing and say, oh, well, this drawer is X amount of the store space. Therefore, our rent is this. That means that drawer, you know, we're paying, you know, X amount for, and it's full of NBA 2K9. Yeah. You know, yeah. Th- that drawer's got to like, go. Yeah. yeah. It's just like this drawer is just like, we have like, you know, a hundred copies of this. Nobody wants this. Destroy them, throw them away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like nobody's buying it for a dollar, dollar yeah. 50. It's like 50 cents. You know, what else are we going to do with them? Uh, some games that like, were online only they got like discontinued i remember yeah like uh i think dc universe okay had like a disc um some games like went out of service i think like overwatch that was a recent one like you don't need the disc anymore like it's completely useless can't even play because overwatch Overwatch. 2 or whatever yeah overwatch 2 is out now um other than that it it came down to just like old like just like kind of junk knickknacks so like a lot of those like fidget spinners you know, one thing one thing we did find out that we were able to do is, is donate a lot of that stuff to um, the Ronald McDonald House. Good. That's, good. That's awesome. So a lot of that stuff ended up going there. Wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if they ended up tossing some of it. Because, I mean, it was just stuff that's just been around forever. Right. So right. you mentioned remembering receiving all those fidget spinners. So yeah. you also remember throwing all of them away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they know, came in the same day and they left on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> they should have. They should have, you know. And, you know, the, the markup on that stuff was probably like, you know. 600 percent or whatever oh, you know I, we I probably played nothing on those and so you, you know you sell one you pay for the whole box but right, at the same right. time it's like 
Well, they so sold three estate. at the store, so they right. can go and write off the rest of them. Well, that and it's like, oh, you sold three. We'll have another box. Yeah. They, oh, they can sell them. You know, get them. Oh, they're moving these. One box for every one that they sold. You yeah. know, and then you know, then eventually, you know, we have like eight hundred of them, and you know, you one, know, one of my favorite days when when we throw stuff away. At least when I would work, uh, was when uh, store manager go through and penny out guides. Yeah. I loved penny guides. Yeah, you know, we would do those for. Uh, strategy guides for games. It's like if if the game was like what, like three months old, strategy guide gotta go. Yeah. Like five months old. Unless it was like, you know, like an Elder Scrolls or Grand Theft Auto, you know, those we would have for like yeah. a year maybe. And that's that's honestly that's a little pushing it a for the length of the guide. Okay. But yeah, no, I've tons of strategy guides. Yeah, I've give, got quite give, a few. Giving them away over the years. I've still got <laughs> I think like a couple tubs full. No, so wait, we have to go through that sometime. Yeah, I got some good ones. Okay. See, those are the things I like going through because we used to have a bunch of game informers, you know, yeah. me and my brother did, but I like going through old, old strategy guides. Have you have you guys heard what they're doing now with the Game Informer magazine? Uh-uh. So there isn't, or maybe there is a, it's it's quite a more expensive, or maybe it's gone away. I can't remember exact the exact detail, but I was talking to this, one of the store managers locally, and essentially every uh, Power Up Rewards membership now comes with a digital subscription to Game Informer. Now, you can still buy physical copies of Game Informer in the store, but they're charging like a set price per issue, and like the the person that sells it's getting like a commission of like a dollar or two per issue they sell. Wow. What? It, stuff like that always just blows my mind. Right. Like right. what? Why? <laughs> I remember I remember when Game Informer was cool. Yeah. It sucks used to now. read it all the time. I did. And, you know, in, when they were like, oh, we're going to do digital, push digital, you know, don't think I've read a single one. I Yeah, because I, I even told, I said, is there a physical copy, a version or something? That's how it sparked the, the conversation. And I guess we landed on there's not unless you just buy each individual. Because I said, I don't read the digital issues. Yeah, it's nope. like it's I don't think pointless. anybody does, really. It's pointless. I think the reason I got into Game Informers is because we'd get them in the mail, and I would just take one to school with me, and that was my reading material right. for, like, that week or whatever. Right. So. Yeah, well, and, you know, and especially back in the day, you know, Nintendo Power, those were, like, when Nintendo Power came in the mail, that was, like... That was an exciting uh, that day. That was a good day. Yeah, you know? it was an exciting You know, day. and... and my, my, my magazine was... Uh, choice was GamePro when I was yeah, younger. GamePro was good. I had a few of those. Yeah. I had a few of those. I was a Nintendo fanboy though when I was okay. I was a kid. So uh, I just wanted those nin- Nintendo powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tenders. Yeah. Um. So one of the things I absolutely hated as a GameStop employee is when they would try new avenues to build business, and one that I absolutely despised and hated, and I just kind of walked away when somebody'd bring in a device. Uh was when we started taking phones and tablets and trade. Mm. I hated it. I absolutely will, hated it. I will it. counter. That's where I was going, is what is something that you absolutely hate? I will hate? counter uh, buying gift cards. Oh, gosh. That was I can the only dumbest, imagine. That was the dumbest. Can I, can I, can I cuss on here? Cool. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was the dumbest shit that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying GameStop was buying gift cards from yeah, people? Yeah, so like, let's say you got, you know... Aunt Sarah gave you a $50 Applebee's gift card. You didn't want it. You could take it to GameStop and we would buy it for X amount. Let's say we bought it at 40% face value. So then you would have like actual cash right. or store or is that store credit? You know, it's been so long and I've I've blocked that part of my memory out because it was <laughs> so awful. Did you see a so, lot of gift cards get traded in or sold? Yes, 
and it was like all right after Christmas like pet stores. Oh my god! And I am one hundred percent convinced there was a pet store scam ring in our town. <laughs> okay, I'm just, because yeah. like who the hell gets a four hundred dollar gift card to PetSmart? <laughs> what the hell are you buying? How did you or, re- or returning? You know, or returning, dude. I know it, it had to be fraud. You know, it probably close. wouldn't be hard because like a PetSmart's like like you know overpriced and all somebody has to do is like go to like a department store like walmart or target or something find a product that they carry at PetSmart as well Mm -hmm. and then just return it like well we can't give you cash back because you don't have a receipt but we can put it on a gift card they pay 200 at walmart for it and then get 400 in credit over here at PetSmart, and then they take the $400 gift card from PetSmart so, over to GameStop and get whatever crim- they can. Criminals are smart, man. I'm, yeah. I'm confused on how GameStop was profiting from this. So, it, what, what do they do with the gift cards? Yeah. So, are they just going out for, for, for groceries? <laughs> so, I believe, again, this is it, it, it's, it's been like probably like six years, I think, since they've done it. So, okay. I'm a little fuzzy. I'm glad I, I left before that. That it was when we went through like a third party company. That they, I think they got, went to, let, let's, so let's say uh, again, Applebee's. Right. Uh, I, okay. I'm sorry, Applebee's, your, <laughs> your food is not good. Uh, <laughs> You're getting uh, shit on. Yeah. Getting shit on today. Um, <laughs> so let's say, you know, we're like, hey, this company's like, hey, you know, we wrote off like a $50 Applebee's gift card, you know, Basically, I, I think they like sold it back to them, and so like Applebee's like saw or like a company would see like a kickback okay. or something for that. I, I don't remember. Like they basically got like I, I don't rem- I don't remember how it worked. But then uh, the the thought was that like oh well now I have like twenty dollars in gift in GameStop money. Let's buy a new game, and then that uh, uh, then would drive additional revenue. No, it yeah. got used for scams. Yeah, yeah. And, and thinking about it, yeah, no, we gave cash for it, and it was awful. Yeah, yeah. it was it's just, like it's 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 opened too much for scams as well yeah. as like GameStop's not selling gift cards to Applebee's, you know? Right. So. Yeah. Well, and and dude, you knew you. It was one of those things. I, I hate to say this, but it was one of those things. Like you could tell the person was going to ask for it because they like walk in and you're like. You just you they, just they, knew they, the on their face like oh what kind of cards like that like man they, they got gift they don't cards have a reason to be here yeah <laughs> hey man y'all buy gift cards they're like oh, unfortunately I fucking wish I didn't <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that was awful um, okay cell phones were bad yeah, yeah I hated it uh you know because there was just so much uh, I remember and the process um, on the computer just the, to the go process it. was oh. bad um I think they still do it so it's probably still bad they would they had such strict rules like oh well if it's broken but we can turn it on like you would get hit so I remember one time it was late at night I wanted to go somebody came in like eight I think we closed at nine. Someone came in like eight fifty-five, and they're like, "I want a cell phone." And I'm like, I "Man, just went, I no. just like come back tomorrow. I want to, I want to go home." So I remember hooking it up, and um, like it, it worked. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, it wasn't even much. It was like thirty bucks or okay. whatever. And so I was doing it, and then like it was stuck, and like it wouldn't like reformat. Oh, okay. So That's well, nice. and they would be like, "Oh, well." you know, if you send it back and they're like, oh, well, this is ID locked, like you get hit on your thing and then it's like you get in trouble and stuff and like, ah, shit, you know, what am I going to do? So I'm like, I noticed, I'm like, well, the price difference between one that is in this condition and like broken, broken, Mm -hmm. it's like five bucks. Okay. So I I introduced that phone to the corner of the... (laughs) 
of of the counter. Speed things and up. And I was like, eh, bong, 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 and, and send it off, and it was broken now. So okay, oh, that's okay. But yeah, no phone phones was awful. Okay. Truly awful. And they and they were like they made it a big deal. And I and I, I do get why it was a big deal. You know, I, I, I shit on the program, but yeah, you know, we give somebody three hundred bucks for a five hundred dollar smartphone, we sell it for four hundred five five hundred, four fifty, yeah. you know, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And sure, that that is a large profit, but you know, it's just it, it, it's it, not what you specialize it's in. Not it's just game stop, in. not phone stop. It yeah. wasn't <laughs> I, I just didn't see the point, the, what they thought people were going to use it for. That's not what it got used for. Yeah. You know, we got used for basically, uh, I'll take it to GameStop over a pawn shop. Yeah. And we didn't, and it's not like we paid more than a pawn shop. Right. It's just the, the pawn shop would, you know, potentially have more access to people like doing nefarious things than, right. yeah. you know, part-time or mad at GameStop. Oh, yeah. They can get away with it. There. Yeah. 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 So I re- I recall when the phone program got first introduced at our store, and um, to give a little backstory, I remember uh, showing disappointment to my store manager that we had gotten rid of our DVD section because, like I said, I'd go like months sometimes without actually working. I'm like, oh, the DVD section's gone, and he made that same comment to me. He goes, "Well, Matt, this isn't DVD stop. This is GameStop." And what was funny you don't is say yeah. you fast forward, you know, a few years and we're doing, you know, the phone program and he's like trying to teach me how to do it. And I'm like, man, why are we taking in phones? And he's just like, well, you know, this is a corporate thing and I think this is going to be a good, you know, endeavor for us. And he's explaining it. And I'm like, well, you know, this isn't phone stop. It's game stop. And he just gives me this disgusted look. And I'm like, oh, you don't remember that conversation? We got rid of DVDs like two years ago, do you? Huh? <laughs> So it's like I do because that was my last shift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, at this point, you know, as the assistant manager, you don't get to go to all of the, you don't get the quite the benefits of a store manager. You don't get to go to the big convention at the, you know, annual convention. Right. You don't get the freebies. Those go to the store manager. Uh, while you were an assistant, did our store manager share any of the benefits with you? Yeah, sometimes, you know, it, it really just depends upon what they got. If it was the shit he didn't want. <laughs> yeah, or just, like, something, like, I was really, like, enthusiastic about, like, oh, you He know, already knew you wanted Brian, it, yeah, and he was yeah, being given it. Brian's like, like, oh, you know, Brian really likes this, so let's, you know. Let's just let him have you it. You know, he can have it, right. so. Probably saves him the argument later of you being like, oh, I wanted that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, well, and I knew, like, like, it's. You know, fair's fair. When I got promoted, I, I shared my stuff. You know, I had a list of like, oh, this is the stuff I'm getting. And I was like, hey, you know, went to my this assistant. Is the stuff that I definitely want right. for myself. I was like, at that at, at that point, I was so like tired of everything. I was like, look, man, you know, even if there is a game on here, if somebody wanted on my stuff, like they could have it and I'll just buy it. Like okay. it's whatever, you know. So at what point in your GameStop career did you get promoted to store manager? So what year was that? That was, I worked as an assistant for eight years and didn't get promoted until 2018. Because, well, our store manager was holding out thinking he was going to go to corporate side. Like, right. he went back to school, got yeah. a bachelor's degree, I believe. I, I believe so. I don't know in what. And he was, like, wanting to fast track up the GameStop ladder, and there just yeah. never was an opportunity. Yeah, and our our market was, is very, was very different than the average one. You know, there's talking to people that worked at outside like districts and regions, they had a lot of turnover. I think more people in those markets kind of saw 
saw the writing on the wall maybe a little bit earlier than some of us others did, but at, at, we we knew all of each other. Like we were friends, and even exactly. people in the district, like I knew. And maybe that's why they lasted so long, is because they had a support structure of other yeah. store managers in the area. You know, the you know the joke was like, oh, GameStop's a family. You know, that was like the joke overall. But like for our district, we were all very close. Yes, and you know we. I, even stores that were, you know, our, our town's a little different because we were kind of removed from the rest of our district. But like, even though they were like an hour, hour and 30 away, I still knew their names, yep. you know, what they're like, you know, uh, I, again, you know, it was, it was very different for us. So um, when the eventual, you know, shake up and we got like redistricted, it was very heartbreaking for us. And that is kind of the point where everybody just kind of started left. banding off and like, okay, yeah. I'm going to go start. A, it's like, a, well, it's like, a, Hey, a you know, I was staying else. because I knew all these people and it was great. And it was, it was just like, you know, the honeymoon's over the fun time's over. Right. Like, you know, this is, this is a job now. Right. And there's like, and the, the pay wasn't good compared to what it should have been. Sure. So especially given the hours, especially during the holiday time, yeah, you know, where holidays, there's no time off. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, you're working on Thanksgiving, you know, most years we were open on Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, it, you know, maybe not the whole day, but just, you know, for a few hours still, but still, yeah. You know, we had to give that up. We were closed on Christmas, but yeah, but you had to be back at the crack of dawn the next yep. yeah, morning, you know, 5am got to be open or, you yep. know, right at there's 10. after Christmas sales. Yeah. Yep. So, or after Christmas returns, you know, I <laughs> maybe didn't give up as much as some people did for some jobs, but definitely felt like, um, you know, there was that expectation of like, well, you know, hope you didn't have any plans cause you got to go in or, you know, you couldn't really enjoy your Thursday cause you knew what was coming on Friday. Yeah. Right. You know, so, right. um, so did you ever get to go to the GameStop convention as a store manager? I did. Did you go, because you, you said 2018, you left in 2020, so did you went two years? No, 2019. You got to go in 2019, 2019. and that was it. Yep. That's right, because you left right before, didn't you leave uh, GameStop right before the convention of 2020, or they didn't even well, have one? 2020 did was COVID, so they, yeah. didn't, have, they didn't have one, um, right, right. So because I, I left in June of that year, so I did go in 2019. Okay, yep. so you got to go one year after mm -hmm. working for the company for almost 13 years. Yeah. Hmm. How uh, was it? How was it? Fun? Yeah. Oh, it was super fun. Okay. Uh, I remember the the big thing was Cyberpunk was coming out. Like okay. finally, after all okay. this time, Cyberpunk's coming out, and I, I it's kind of fitting for your one and only convention. Yeah. Cyberpunk style. <laughs> like you know, people are like, oh, you know, I think the game's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be great. And I remember going to so it was at like a convention center. You went around to different rooms. So it's like, oh, you know, this is the EA room. This is the Sony room. This is the Microsoft room. Mm -hmm. uh, so they, we, uh, I think Warner Brothers did the publishing for Cyberpunk. Okay. Yeah. So they're right. like, hey, you know, come in the Warner Brothers. And they're like, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. Like, here's this huge gameplay thing. You know, it's so cool. It's going to be rad. It's going to be the best game ever. Like, okay. So then we had like a general assembly. So then it's like, it's almost like little classes. So you go around to each of the rooms and then you come into like this big class with like everybody. And then they give you a quiz. Well, no. <laughs> so That's, then they the proceed. They proceed to show it to us again. Oh my like, god! Like basically the same footage, and I'm like, a recap, guys. I don't think this is going to turn out very well. Hey, you remember this <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, hey, and, I just I was just in that room. I don't need to hear about it again. Right. Well, and it's like, <laughs> oh man, they're so showing us the same stuff again. It's like, uh, yeah, they're not showing new stuff. Uh, it's probably all they. Uh, got. When, when do we break for a drink? <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Uh, and then of course game came out and it was dog shit. Yeah. So. yeah. It, wait, it didn't even it's, come out that year. No, did it? no, no it, got, it got pushed back because of COVID, I think. Right. Yeah. And then it came out and it was, so yeah, it, it, didn't even, it didn't even come out that year. Yeah. So yeah. 
So did you get to bring home any swag or get any nice swag so, from that convention? I did have the cyberpunk statue, which I gave to a friend okay. to give away on her Twitch channel. Who was oh. the statue of? Okay. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Okay. <laughs> Right, it stayed in the box. Fair, and then eventually I stubbed my toe on it too many times, oh, and I was like, I gotta get rid of this. Shit out of here! Yeah. I gotta get rid of this. So, uh, I remember I got that. I got. Oh, it's heartbreaking. I had a a, a Five Nights at Freddy's umbrella, and I oh. I think I left it at the convention because no. I because I mean so, a little bit of background. That was the first time I had flown anywhere. I had never been on a plane really? until I went to this convention. So I was, of course, terrified. I flew. Was it where was it? Uh, Nashville. Nashville. Okay. So I flew. Had to take a couple flights to Nashville, and so of course I just had my suitcase packed up. Well, I didn't expect. Nobody told me that I'm going to basically have like a whole other suitcase Suitcase full full of of shit to bring back. So I like had to repack everything like at the thing, and that's how I left my my FNAF. Gotcha. Umbrella. It's very sad. It's a shame. Very sad. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, <gasps> nope. Oh, it's it's gone. Some somebody has it. Just a it. quick quick thought. Uh, what are your thoughts on the movie? Uh, Matt Pat's thing was cool. <laughs> All right, I thought that was very cringy, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's it was cool. Um, I it's like the it, it's like though it couldn't decide what it wanted to be. I agree with that because a lot of the deaths were like off screened. Which I, I get because kid they're trying for a lower I, well, rating. Well, know. and I don't even know if kids are going to go see that because the the kids that liked it now are older. Because I mean, FNAF's been yeah. out for almost ten years now, right? Right. And I think the kids liked it because of the gameplay. Whereas I didn't even like the game style of the game. I like right. the lore and, and shit. Yeah. You know? And so like those kids are older now, and it's yeah. you know I don't know I I'm out of touch with like what like kid kids like you know twelve year olds ten year olds, uh, what you know I mean what, my kids into it. Okay, but I think he's like Nick here, yeah. where he's into the lore. Sure. Right. So the kids that played it because it was a game, they probably didn't keep up with the lore over the years. You know, yeah. they just went on to the next right. game. Right. So Whatever. it's I I would say it was it was it was watchable. It wasn't just a total stinker. No, I didn't think so. And I'm never. I don't. I, this is my first experience. Oh, with okay. Anything so you watched for five, it. Okay. I, I, yeah, yeah. We I, watched. I, it. I didn't yeah. think you would watch it. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it, but I didn't know anything about. He said yeah. he kept going into moments, it. and I was like, yeah, I think it's a movie for the people who know about right because I, I knew nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's. Right, and you know it. Knowing somewhat of the lore, like it, it was fun. But then you had moments where that girl got bit in half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it showed yeah. way more than I thought it would. Right. Yeah. So, it, I, I, I would, I'm interested to see what they'll do with the second one. Me too. Because okay. they're, too. they'll definitely do a second one, you know. I think they've got uh, signed on for three. Yeah. And Matthew Lillard signed on for all three. So. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, That's we'll, good. We'll, hear, we'll hear his voice. Spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always come back. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, um, do you have, in closing, like a story an experience at GameStop that just stands out, maybe a funny story or just oh, a ridiculous a customer. If you would have got something in mind, my, my favorite. Go so, ahead, go ahead. We got uh, we got to have we got to have a real good GameStop. So this story. is yeah. my favorite one that I always tell people. So, guy comes in, pretty nonchalant, has a couple things to get rid of, sell to us, and I'm like, yeah, sure, man. You know, I'll, I'll hook you up. So we get there, and, and GameStop does. You know, in in my area. We're traded kind of like a pawn shop. Got to have an ID for cash. 
Right. Dude wanted cash. Cool. Let me get your ID. So reaches into his pocket and just freezes. And I was like, yeah, is everything okay? Uh, What's going on? Like I I hadn't said anything yet, but I was any, any longer and I would have said something. And the guy looks down five, six seconds and says, these aren't my pants. (laughs) Well, no, sorry, sorry. First, first he grabs, he grabs his wallet and says, this isn't my wallet. And then looks down and sees the pants and says, these aren't my pants. Okay. (laughs) And then he just looks at me and then he's just like, grabs his stuff and leaves. (laughs) And so I think I was working with our boss. So, you know, they, they come up there and they're like, what happened to the guy with the the trays? I was like, well, they weren't his pants. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoa, yeah. How, no. do you, how do you pick up the wrong pants? A roommate? I don't know. I, I really wanted with to know. With the wallet in there. I really wanted to know. I wanted to follow him and go home and be like. I need so to did, he didn't come pants. back with his pants? No. No, never saw him again. <laughs> Grab by the cup, cup of his shirt. I need to know. <laughs> okay. Um, so I have, uh, that kind of leads me to another question, I guess. Sure. Did you ever have anything that was just disgusting or something in a disc tray? <laughs> so or, so oh this is another one. Uh, I <laughs> vividly remember. So when I started as an assistant, I, I still I was only with the company for two years. So I hadn't really seen a lot of stuff. My hometown, it's small town, little trashy, not too bad. Right. But a little trashy. It is. So like, I, I come I, to this store. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sorry, Brian. Wait, no, it's fine. I grew up around there. <laughs> Got family lives there. Yeah. It's uh, trashy. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so come to this store and, you know, at, at this point, my boss had been with the company for a long time. I think their first day was around when the first Xbox oh, came out. Yeah. 2001. Then. So they had already been with the company for a long time. Okay. So they had kind of seen it all. So they were telling me a story about... A copy of a game was taken some trades, okay. opened it, used condom inside. In the case. In the case. Used? Used. used. So he just shuts it, gives it back to them, be like, get this out of here. Don't ever bring this in and do not open this while you're in the store. So I guess person like leaves. I probably would have added like, and do not ever come back. <laughs> right. So I guess Holy the guy shit. left, opened it, saw it, came back and was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, did he say why it was in there? Does who the, who does the hell matter? matter? Who the does hell matter why it's in later? there? What? So, okay. Well, you know, you know, to chime in, I was my high school girlfriend. Her, her, she, who's, the bad part was, was her, it was her twin brother. He was the most disgusting person that I had ever met up until that point. Okay. And he would tuck his use prophylactics in between his mattress and his box spring. Yo. I mean, well, that now that's a funk. That's not going to the shelf, <laughs> pulling off Jet Set Radio Future and being like, mm, put, put this right in there. A little, little DLC for you. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, that's not even the gross part. Well, oh, no. I guess that's not even the funny part. Okay. Fast funny forward. Part, God. I don't even know. Whenever that happened, you know, 10 years later. Right. It happens to me. Like, what? This is the second occasion a game's been traded in in the store you're working at. With a used with a used condom in the case, yeah, and I I saw well, it and I I like I couldn't and it took me a minute to realize what I was looking at because I the shock had like set in right and the brain worms and it was like 
Oh god! I guess so I, was, I, I guess just, when I asked this question, I was expecting like a pornographic movie in a oh, yeah, I mean no, that something. happened. I mean that. Now happened I'm just a kind of upset times, but because there's people in the world, multiple people apparently that do this shit. Yeah, and I buy used. Ugh. I'm just sitting behind a wall of used video games. You've opened them all, right? Uh, yeah, but I hope so. <laughs> I don't know what's been in them prior oh. to me owning them, <laughs> right? People, the garbage cans exist for a reason. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know that that sealed copy of Ride to Hell might have something in there. Yeah, because it's you just know, <laughs> trash. <laughs> so I, I remember seeing it, and I, and I just handed it back to him, uh, and I, I just told him the same thing. I was like, look, bro, don't open this. Don't bring this back in. Open it when you get outside, but do not open it while you're in the store. Mm-hmm. And honestly, same thing happened. Dude walked out, I guess, got to the car, opened it, came back in, and was like, oh, my God, dude, I'm so sorry. And I, I, was I totally like, remember doing this, too. And he's like, you know, oh, like I, I had to hide stuff when I was younger. It's like... That's disgusting, bro. Like, you didn't open these before you brought it in. It was Halo 4, by the way. It was the game. I remember what game it was. Oh, my gosh. I have so many more questions now. That's what Ugh. Dude. <laughs> people are gross. How are you going to do that yeah, to Halo 4? I know gross. it's a bad game. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, people are gross. Ugh. Yeah, no, it was very gross. Wow. There isn't an, at that point, there isn't enough soap. No, you, yeah. you got to go home and just turn on the fire no. and just you burn can't your, wash burn your, your brain. Your yeah, you yeah. can't wash yeah. your brain. Yep. And then if you did happen to take the game in, every time you open that drawer and it pops in there and you <laughs> see it sitting there, you're gonna be like, "Oh God, I hope I don't have to sell that." Well, I for me, it'd be every been. copy of that game. Like I'd see Halo Four and be like, "No, oh, no, no, another copy of Halo Four. Is this the one? Yeah. Yeah. I like I said, I think I would have added and don't come back ever, ever. Just don't. I mean. As somebody that has resold and bought tons of movies and video games, I have found things inside of DVD cases, but it's usually an, a disc that doesn't belong there. Right. Not a uh, uh, a prophylactic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. How, you keep saying prophylactic. That's just funny. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Yeah. He doesn't like yeah. talking dirty. Yeah. Gets got to keep it G rated. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. The official term. So. I mean, but you know, like, I, like when I buy a movie collection, there'll be like homemade movies in there, and you just sometimes you wonder, it's like, what's on these? You know, yeah. you, you watch them, right? Uh, sometimes, depending. <laughs> on, I mean, I, the, one of the one of the uh, I got an ongoing joke with one of my Xbox buddies uh, because I bought this ginormous video collection, and and the people were total like shits to me because I was trying to negotiate a price because I'm like, well, I'm buying all of them, not just one, or just picking out the ones I want. I'm buying all of them, and there were like numerous. Uh, wedding videos in there and I'm like should I bring them back and I'm like no they're fucking dicks you know yeah, yeah. it's like you Sucks know what you, sh- you should have went through your collection before you threw it out on your fucking curb you know right exhibit A with the condoms what the hell should open oh, it up open it up and, and make sure it's in there well yeah what the fuck I mean, I it was I'm when I worked there wasn't uncommon where you're like looking like oh well I can't take this one well, why not there's no game yeah in they just the bring case. a stack yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it makes no sense to me so and well did you check the system it might be in the system I'm like well, why is it in the system still aren't you like it's your job yeah. yeah you tell me what you're selling <laughs> yeah right yeah it people people's expectations of us as GameStop employees sometimes was a little little rich oh yeah <laughs> it's the people that aren't into games and they bring it into you and they're like, Oh, you're a game guy. You tell me what, <laughs> what right. I got. <laughs> right. So, <clears throat> so, uh, do you have any favorite customers? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, customers were honestly why I stuck around so long, man. This met some really cool people, people I still talk to. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, you wouldn't necessarily think that, but like I 
and not even just customers too, like employees. Like I still talk, there was a point in my life where honestly, I really only talk to like employees and like ex employees and that and just kind of stay in touch with people. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know GameStop gets a bad rap. I enjoyed my tenure there. Um, I made some really good friends. I mean, uh, obviously I'm still friends with Brian to this day and yeah. we hang out, you know, probably monthly yeah. at least. Uh, we go to a lot of live shows for wrestling together and we get together on pay-per-views and we sit there and can ha- hold a conversation for an hour, hour and a half, just rambling on about, you know, nothing, you know? So yeah. it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's been good to me, you know, my GameStop tenure. Yeah, and it's, I, it's, it's a store that it seems like it breeds good relationships if you want it to. Right. Oh right. yeah, totally. Well, and that's the thing is it, it, it brings together good people. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunately run by, not the greatest, not the greatest of people <laughs> sometimes, you know, so, uh, it, it, it kind of stinks in that regard because it, for some people, especially when they're a teenager, it is their dream job. You know, yeah. they, they'd rather work at a GameStop than a McDonald's, uh, case point proven right here with Brian. So. Yeah. Yep. But I think this is a subject I'd really like to revisit. Uh, um, we have another friend that's pretty close with us that also was a, a manager of GameStop, and I, I think she can shed some uh, of her own uh, horror stories and yeah. uh, and ideas from her adventures well, in GameStop. Well, you know, it's she has a different perspective, too, because yeah. she's a girl. And she, and she, and she, worked, so she worked in a whole totally different yeah. Uh, yeah. area than us, you know, another like state that away. was I couldn't even imagine, man, you know, like getting hit on all the time oh, you know it was, I, I, dude i when i work shifts with her i remember even having to tell a guy I go, dude she's working back off well yeah. dude i had to ask people to leave it's like dude man you, you asked her out three times do three strikes you're out yeah, man. you, you gotta, gotta go. go you gotta go <laughs> you know it's you gotta go you're 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 batting a thousand bro you gotta go yeah so <sighs> anything uh last thoughts or anything you want to add to this you Brian? know if if you work at gamestop now uh kudos um i had to call it quits it was a, a large part of my life for a long time i don't regret it uh it just i i couldn't do it anymore just it things have just changed so much than what it used to be it used to be so much more fun it just over the time they managed to suck all the fun out of it with you know numbers and tracking and that so kudos to you for staying on this long but homie there's better jobs out there yeah there definitely is. I never worked there full time, but if I'm sure I did, it would probably suck the life out of me. You know, if you if you feel stuck, you know, just see what's out there and yeah. uh, you can probably find something that's going to pay you a lot more than you're making now. Right. Right. Well, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, we got Brian, wrestling to watch. We got wrestling yep. to watch. And if Brian's up for it, I'm sure we'd love to have him back. And yep. sure. And maybe, we can, maybe we can just, you and I can start talking wrestling because oh. this guy over here, he's just, nope, not having I don't, it. I don't know that the internet has enough time for us to just talk about wrestling. We can, <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can bullshit about wrestling forever. Yes, so. we can. Yes, we can. Maybe a, a second podcast coming coming our way. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, with that, we thank you for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram or send us an email with questions. If you got questions for Brian, you know, I can always relate to him and uh, get some answers or get him back on the show. Uh, it's uh, openbyaccident at gmail.com. And with that, thanks for joining us.
condoms in the case. Gross. Yuck. Pretty bad. 